1: Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: Angels. We all have them. They're our unseen guides, our companions, our teachers. And they're all around us. Sometimes they make themselves known in the most miraculous ways. Join angel communicator, Reiki master, and QHHT hypnotherapist Christy Clemens Hoffman for stories from real people who have experienced real-life angel encounters.
2: Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, again, I'm doing something a little bit different. As you may or may not know, I am a QHHT practitioner, and QHHT stands for Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique, the method that was developed by Dolores Cannon, who was a past life regressionist and compiler of lost knowledge, who sadly passed in 2014. Dolores Cannon was a renowned metaphysician and wrote countless books on her hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sessions she conducted throughout her career. I've been doing QHHT myself for uh, about five and a half years as of this recording and I'm a level three practitioner. Uh, That is the highest level of training that you can achieve and I have to say this work is amazing and I encounter some truly incredible things. In this excerpt from a session conducted in 2021, the client experiences a lifetime as a guardian angel. This is not the first time that I have seen a remarkable past life. I've seen mermaids, fairies, clouds, rocks, water, trees energy beings and observers as well as extraterrestrials too but i have to say this was a first it took us both a while to figure out exactly what was going on but oh my it is so interesting i think this will challenge and change the way that you view guardian angels when we first begin this recording, the client first comes into view of a lifetime and starts to describe what she's experiencing. Give it a listen.
1: I see like a, a volcano or some type of crater. God, mm-hmm. oh. oh, what is around it? I think maybe the crater used to be a volcano. Mm-hmm. It's got like greenery around it, but not for miles.
3: Mm-hmm. What do you notice anything in the crater?
1: There's like um, a little boy mm-hmm. curled up in the fetal position. Mm -hmm. He looks, um, tribal.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. He has long hair. What does he wear? Um, like, brown shorts.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay, good. where is he? He's just
1: curled up in the center of the crater. How deep is that crater? Um, From his perspective, like maybe four or five feet.
3: Mm -hmm. Where do you observe this from? I'm
1: like floating in the air. Mm -hmm.
3: Do you notice if the boy has anything with him? No, he has
1: like um a tribal tattoo on his left arm. It's black and it goes around his entire upper arm.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does he seem like he's okay?
1: He seems sad. He's alive, he's just laying there
3: curled up. Mm. Seems sad. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have anything that he's carried with him or holds on to? No. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And does he say or, or do anything in particular? He's just laying there. Mm-hmm. Is he aware of you looking at him?
1: He's looking up at me mm-hmm. out of the corner of his eyes. Mm. And now he's looking back at
3: the ground. He does seem very sad. Do you feel any sort of connection to this boy? I feel sad for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sad for him. And do you notice any structures or buildings in the surrounding area? It's all forest. Okay. All forest. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're looking down at him from above. And do you have a feeling of connection to this crater or this place?
1: I think so. Mm -hmm. Tell me about how you feel about it. I think I used to live here at some point. Mm -hmm. But it feels very
3: desolate. Or are you aware of having any type of physical form?
1: No, I have, like, a light body right now.
3: A light body. Wonderful. How does that feel? Clear. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me if there's a particular color of your light?
1: It's white and my chakra colors run down the
3: center. Mm Okay. In the center, good. Do you feel like you need to do anything with or for this boy?
2: I want to help him, but I don't know how. I then moved the client to back before the boy got into the crater just to find out what happened to him and how he got there.
1: The air is black. There, There is a volcano that erupted and destroyed the town. It burned a lot of people alive.
3: Mm. Yes. Yes. How do you, do you feel connected to this event? No. Mm -hmm. Do you notice anyone down there below?
1: No, I just see people trying to run, but they're not getting away in time. Mm.
3: Yes. Yeah. Do you notice the village at all? It's burned.
1: It was very, like, they had huts. Like, it was it's a very old place. Mm-hmm not very like equipped with a lot of things they lived off the land
3: yes do you notice the boy anywhere? I see him
1: running Mm -hmm. and he was able to get away his mom and his sister didn't make it
3: sister didn't make it how does he seem to feel about it he's broken yeah Mm -hmm. he's broken I wonder what can become of him I wonder what will happen He's still laying there. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like he has a plan? No. Hmm, No
2: plan. At this point, I wanted to move the client to later in the boy's story to find out what happens to him.
1: Like um A white room and a bed, and he's in the bed. Mm. He's badly burned.
3: He's badly burned. And is there anyone who's there to help him? There's a doctor here. Mm
1: -hmm. How does the boy seem to be feeling? He's afraid. He doesn't understand what's
3: happening. Mm-hmm. Does he seem to understand the doctor? He's suspicious of the doctor. I wonder why he would be suspicious of the doctor. Does the doctor do anything that could cause the boy to feel suspicious?
1: No, he's writing on a clipboard and looking
3: at him. Mm The boy is badly burned. Mm -hmm. The boy seems confused, afraid. What parts of his body are burned? His arms,
1: and he has bandages on his feet.
3: Mm-hmm. And does the rest of him look healthy or unhealthy? He's underweight. he seem to be?
1: He's seven or eight. Hmm.
3: That's an awfully small boy. Yeah, he is. He's very skinny. He's been through a lot. I wonder what's going to become of him. Does anyone come to visit him? No. Of how he came to be to the hospital. I can't
1: tell if he was found or if he walked. I feel like he was found somewhere
3: mm-hmm.
1: away from the crater. Oh. Oh,
3: poor child. Oh, poor child. Where do you observe this from? The foot of the hospital bed. Oh. Does anyone acknowledge you or seem to notice that you're there? He, the little boy
1: knows I'm here, but no one else can see me.
3: Uh-huh. And what are you there to do with the little boy?
1: To tell him he's going to be okay. How do you know he's going to be okay? Because I can see him walking again.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, How does he seem to react to you? He's just calm. Mm -hmm. It's calm. Does it feel like you have a physical presence now? No. Mm -hmm. Can you affect the boy in any way?
1: He can feel my energy. He can pick up on my form.
3: Sounds like he's not afraid of you. No. Not suspicious. No. Mm-hmm. What do you wish to tell this boy?
1: That he's gonna be okay and he's not broken. Mm. He's not broken.
3: It feel that you knew where to go to find this boy.
1: Feels good.
3: Mm-hmm. How did you come to find him? Feel you- my mind.
1: Him? I think I'm just his guardian.
3: Does it feel like you have a role for anyone else as well? No. What do you feel for this boy? Sadness. Mm -hmm. What else seems to be interesting or important about your connection to this boy?
1: I just feel like I'm meant to help him. What else can you do to help him? I want to touch him, I want to help
3: heal his body. Does anything prevent you from doing that? No. Uh So, when you touch him and heal his body, how do you do that? I just put my hands
1: on him, and then my energy goes through his physical form.
3: Uh And he's afraid. Uh He's afraid. How do you know he's
1: afraid? He's shaking a little bit and he looks scared like it's hurting but I can see his body is changing and his
3: burns are going away Yes Does he notice this too?
1: Yeah, that's why he's scared Oh, I wonder why that would scare him he doesn't understand how it's happening.
3: And how is this happening? Just like a,
1: a transmission of energy. Like I can just take my energy and push it through his form to heal him. But it makes me sad, like I feel like crying.
3: A sad feeling. I'm not sure what it
1: is. I just feel like crying.
0: Hmm.
3: Mm. See, does crying affect your ability to heal him in any way? Does anyone else notice how he's getting better? The doctor does. Mm-hmm. What does the doctor seem to think about that? He's not
1: a good person. He just, he wants to use it. Hmm. What does he want to use? He wants to know where the boy gets his powers
3: from. Hmm. Let's see what would he do with that information?
1: He's just writing it down on his clipboard.
3: Hmm. Let's see. And you can tell the doctor is not a good person. No. You know.
2: I then moved the client forward in time to an important day in the life of the boy.
1: He's wearing a suit and he's running around after a little girl with short black hair. She's a toddler. She's wearing a pink and white dress. Mm
3: -hmm. Hmm. See? Mm-hmm. What are their surroundings?
1: They're in a room, like a dressing room. What tells you that it's a dressing room? There's like a big mirror and like a stool, like where someone would stand to
3: get tailored. Mm-hmm. Do you notice anyone else there?
1: No, it's just the two of them in the room. Mm-hmm.
3: Does he show any signs of his injuries? No. He's having a great time. And tell me more about the girl. Can you describe her for me? She's really cute. She
1: has fluffy cheeks. She has a lot of joy. Her hair's short. She has a white bow in her hair, and it's like God, it's sticking up because it's so short. And she's just running around, screaming and laughing, and he's chasing her.
3: Mm -hmm. What color is the girl's hair? It's black. Mm -hmm. And how does the boy look in his suit?
1: He looks healthy. He's chunky now. He's probably 11 or 12 years old. Mm
3: -hmm. Chunky. And... Tell me about his hair and how he looks. His hair is short now, it's black.
1: He looks happy. He
3: looks happy. How does it seem that these two children are connected? I think she's
1: his sister or maybe his cousin, some type of family member. Family member.
3: So there, are there any adults anywhere near around? Yeah, there's um, an
1: older woman. She's coming into the room Mm -hmm. to get them.
3: Hmm.
1: Can you describe her for me? Yeah, she's got gray hair. It used to be black. It's gray now. Mm -hmm. And she's short and kind of stout, but she's very warm and loving. She's like a grandmother to them. Mm. Yes, what does she wear? She's wearing like a a pink and gray, like coat dress type of thing.
3: How long is it? It goes down to her ankles. Does she hold or carry anything? No. Does anyone notice that you're there? The boy knows I'm here. Mm-hmm. Now that he's healed, what role do you have with him? I just watch over him. Mm-hmm. I just watch over him. And the girl, do you have any connection to her? No. I see. Very nice. So... seems like he's doing alright. Yeah. Yeah. He seems happy. Does he have a place where he can live? Mm Uh-huh. I for does he live?
2: He lives with a little girl. And then I asked the client to move to where the boy lives at this point in his life. I wanted to see if we could tell what area of the world or perhaps what era this was that he lived.
1: Yeah, it's a little white house in a country area, maybe on a farm. And I think it's like in a like a Mexican area, like Mexico or something. Cause the little girl and the the grandmother, they look Mexican. Mm-hmm. And um, his room has a lot of blue in it. And the house isn't like fancy; it's just nice and warm. And he's growing up there.
3: I see. And how does he seem to feel about this arrangement? He's happy. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel to see him happy? I feel like I'm doing my job. Yeah. And how do you do your job?
1: I keep him safe and I heal him when he needs
3: it. How do you feel you do with that? Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Are there any difficulties in this job? It's just my emotions. Tell me about that.
1: I can feel what's happening. Even though I have my own abilities to fix them, I still feel everything. What do you do when you feel everything? I just let it flow as I heal. Mm-hmm. And
3: how do you heal? I just touch him. I mm-hmm. just touch him. And then how do you heal from your emotions? They flow when I heal him. Mm-hmm. Oh. And how does that heal you of these emotions?
1: It's like a releasing, like as I heal him, my emotions heal.
3: Mm -hmm. I see. Does anyone teach you how to do that? No. Mm. Was there ever a point where you feel like you learned how to do that? Yeah. Tell me about that.
1: It wasn't here, it was at my home, and I had training, but most of it I was born with, and I had someone who cultivated it so that I could do this job.
3: Wonderful. I
2: would like to know more about that. And here we moved away from that boy's life. I wanted to take the client to her home, where she came from, and where she received her training, because I found this to be very, very interesting.
1: We're outside of a castle. Mm-hmm. Can you describe the castle? It's white. It's, like, made of clear quartz, like a crystal. It's like a crystal
3: city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How large is this place? It's extremely large. Mm-hmm. And what surrounds it?
1: Space. Tell me about that. It's like um, a city in space. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the castle and you look out, you just see space.
3: Mm-hmm. So is there any ground? No, floats Mhm. see, it floats Okay, and are you aware of having a physical presence? No No, well, can you describe what you know of yourself?
1: I have the same light body form mm-hmm. And everyone else here does too Are there many others? Yeah, there's hundreds.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay. How are you connected to all of them? They're my family. Yeah. Good. So this crystal castle, how do you go in? You just
1: float in. Like, we all... We don't walk, we levitate, we just float where we need to go. Yes. And once you go in, what do you notice? You can see through everything and everybody except for their chakra colors.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Are there any furnishings or decorations in this place? No, there's like
1: some gold balls that sit on podiums but everything is see-through mm-hmm.
3: What are the gold balls used for?
1: They generate energy like healing energy because when we come back here it helps us to heal and start over. Mm. And what do you do with the gold balls? Nothing, they just they sit there and generate the energy as we move around. <sighs>
3: Why do you need to regenerate your energy when you come back?
1: Because we spend our time on the jobs healing people and it's draining even though you recover while you're on the job, but this place
3: is like a reset. Hmm. I see. It's like a reset. Mm-hmm. And who do the various beings heal?
1: Anyone that they go to guide and protect. Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm. How do they know who needs their guidance and protection?
1: We're given assignments by like the, the head person and there's different calls. Sometimes people leave on emergencies but usually only the more experienced beings do
3: that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you notice this head of being anywhere?
1: Yeah, they are about as big as the city and they float above
3: the city. Hmm. they float above the city. Do they have an appearance that's different than yours? No, not really. Hmm. And how do you know what your assignments are from this one? After your training, you
1: go to speak with them, and they tell you where you're going to go, and then you go there. How do you travel there? Just through space. It's like um, teleporting. It's all mental. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about your job? It's just a job. It's just what I do. I don't have any attachment to it. Mm -hmm. I
3: see and then who teaches you how to do this job here's a, a feminine being and
1: she's a little different from everybody else she has more of a physical form but it's still a spirit body she has hair, curly hair kind of golden And she kind of looks like a princess, but she teaches me how to use my energies to heal people. Does she, do you call her anything in particular? Martha, Martha, something with an M. Mm -hmm.
3: See, and does she teach others as well? Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Are there any other teachers? Mhm. How many teachers? Maybe four or five. Oh my. What makes someone a teacher?
1: They've been through many, many, many different experiences and planets and systems and universes, and they've cultivated all that experience to be able to teach us
3: where to begin. Mm. Let's see. Hmm. So many other different experiences and planets as well. Do you work with any other, any specific types of beings? Um, on what level? Hmm. On what level? Um, or humans or other types of beings? Yeah, it's, it's unlimited. Do you have a favorite type that you like to work with?
1: No, I don't like this job. It's just a job.
3: What would you prefer to be doing? I don't know. What other options would be available to someone like you? I don't
1: know. There's no... Nothing outside of this for me at this time. This is just where I am right now.
3: Have you been to other places as well? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Tell me about those. There's different worlds. I see, like, um... A castle, like, um... It's, like, a different... I don't know how to describe it. It's it's a different type of place. Mm-hmm. The people here are like fairies and elves and different types of beings and the um there's like a lot of moss. It's very old, very ancient.
3: I see. What do you do in a place like that?
1: The same thing. I'm assigned to a specific being and I follow them and heal them and protect them and guide them. Mm
3: -hmm. What differences do you notice between following a fairy or an elf versus a human?
1: Their levels of intelligence varies, like some of them are aware of the spirit world and what I'm here to do and I can communicate with them directly but sometimes humans don't know that I'm with them Mm
3: -hmm. do they need to know that depends on the circumstance Mm. when would someone need to know that you're with them
1: it's usually helpful for children to know it helps them cope with their experience depending on how traumatic it is.
3: Right. Is there a is there a certain type of being or experience that is easier? They're all challenging in different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. I see. Do you stay with each being their entire life mm-hmm. All right. and does there seem to be any sort of hierarchy to what you do
1: yeah there's me and others like me and there's our teachers and then there's the
3: headmaster mm-hmm Would you want to have a different job? Wherever I'm meant to go next. Mm-hmm. Wherever you're meant to go next. Let's see. Is there anything else that seems interesting or important to mention about this place or the job? Um.
1: These beings are connected to her now. She's been trying to understand how that works.
2: She's getting closer. Well, this was interesting. The beings wanted to get closer to her. I was very interested in finding out who that was, and it turns out that that was the client, the client herself. Is there anything that she should know about you?
3: No. Mm-hmm. Has she ever had this job before? Yes. Ah, I see. I see. So she's seeing it from the other side. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Is this common to... See this job from the perspective of someone receiving, gui- receiving guidance? No. Ah, what's the purpose of being on the other side of it? So that she can learn how to
1: use her healing gifts.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So she can learn how to use her healing gifts. Mm-hmm. Good. Wonderful. So you've been with her for quite a while? Correct. Mm-hmm. What happens when you change to working with a different person? What's the process?
1: We just go back, we get our assignment, and then we go out. Mm-hmm. And then you go out.
3: when the person or the being who's your assignment crosses over? What was the question? So for example the little boy as he grows older and he passes away he makes his transition is there anything that you need to do when that happens? No, I go back to the castle. mm mm-hmm. I see, you go back. So there's no dialogue or interaction with that being once they transition? No. Oh, I see. Do you ever become attached emotionally with the beings that you work with? No. How many beings have you worked with? Countless. Countless beings. So you were assigned with this lifeguard or is that somebody else? I am. Oh. Having an earthly experience. I understand beautiful beautiful how does perspective shift being in this on this side of it it's like relearning
1: to integrate everything Mm -hmm. in the human body
3: (laughs) what can you do with this knowledge that you're gaining from it Teach her how to use her gifts again. Sure. Mm -hmm. Teach her how to use her gifts again. See, why did you choose this particular body, this particular being? Because this, um, I was
1: asked to... Uh I was asked to come to this line because
3: it needed a lot of healing. Of course. What have been some of the biggest challenges?
1: I'm learning to deal with emotions Mm -hmm. in a physical
3: form. Right. Right. Hmm. What else do you work with?
1: regaining her comfortability with solitude. Why is that important? She's been afraid to be alone. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Why does she need to be alone? Because she's all that is. Hmm. Tell me more about that.
1: She doesn't, she's still learning that there is no one else. Like, she is all
3: that there is. Mm. Hmm. What is Kandra to do with that knowledge and information? Just embrace where she's at. It has a few challenges. What are the biggest challenges that... You see, fear... Anxiety mm-hmm. and her emotions mm-hmm.
1: and learning how to be around other people without taking their energy.
3: Yeah. Right. How do you help with these things?
1: I really don't. She's doing most of the work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) So there you have it. The story of a guardian angel. Getting assignments, getting training. (laughs) I thought it was very interesting, the perspective of, well, it's just a job. You know, this work continually amazes me. Um, QHHT lets me see into lifetimes on other planets, other realms, other life forms. I have to say this was a first. And I really appreciated the opportunity to learn more about angels and the unique relationship that we have with our guardian angel I hope you got something out of this too. I would love to hear from you. So if you've got any thoughts about this, or if you have your own angel story, please email me at angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.
0: A special thank you to James Wheeler for the original music and Cassandra Harold for the voiceovers. Please subscribe and follow wherever you're listening now. And be sure to tell your friends. The more people know about this podcast, the more great story submissions we get. Submit your own real-life angel encounters to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Want to know what your angels and loved ones have to tell you? Schedule an appointment with Christy at radiatewellnesscommunity.com.